Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hi guys, and welcome back to the She Lives Purposely podcast. I am Megan, your host and founder of She Lives Purposely, and today we are talking about waiting seasons. I am so excited for this episode because it's one um, where, first of all, I get to share the floor with my good friend, Corinne. She was on a previous episode of this podcast where we talked, it was Real Talk with Best Friends, and it was so good. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out, send it to a best friend. It was just, we honestly got real about our friendship and it was really a good time. Um, But today we're talking about waiting seasons. So whether you are waiting for a relationship, a job, anything new, just to get out of the mundane, this episode is for you. So Corinne, welcome to the podcast again. What's up guys? Happy to be back. (laughs) So happy to have you here. Um, So let's just honestly dive into waiting seasons. I feel like it's something that a lot of us struggle with. Do you have any just preliminary thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. Um, As a person who's felt like they have been in a season of waiting for the past 18,000 years, Mm. being dramatic, but also not really, um, (laughs) I feel like I've learned a lot about being in the season and having to wait and just kind of trust the Lord for the next step, so to speak. Um, And I think it can mean so many different things, like whether you're waiting for, I don't know, to graduate or you're waiting for your next big job or you're waiting for a relationship, you're waiting for marriage, you're waiting for like whatever. Um, Everyone will find themselves in a season like this at some point. Um, So I just think it's important to kind of be able to equip yourself for when that happens and also just kind of have the right mindset in that time you know yeah yeah I think first things first let's definitely acknowledge that waiting seasons are not easy like they are just hard and I think that's something that sometimes we overlook in our attempt to just like excel in waiting seasons but which we want to talk about today you know like that's the most of this episode is going to be like how to handle these well but like first and foremost give yourself grace on grace on grace because like waiting seasons are rough (laughs) yeah they are yeah I think like when I first kind of found myself feeling like oh okay every single day has been the same forever and nothing has changed it kind of feels discouraging in a sense because you're like what am I working towards right now what is even happening is something going to change eventually Am I just stuck here forever? And I think first I had to have the mental shift of, no, I'm not stuck. I'm growing right now and Mm. I'm working towards something that I can't see. Um, But it is a growing season. It's not just a stuck season. And you have to kind of be intentional then to grow in those seasons. And we'll talk about like what that means, you know. Yeah. Because I feel like that's something people like to say a lot on social media, especially and grow through seasons and like learn how to thrive but then you're like cool yeah (laughs) like what does that look like what does that mean Mm -hmm. but I do like that you said that like it's such an important mentality shift to have because I think without that you still feel like stuck in just almost like a rut I feel like Mm -hmm. so realizing that like a waiting season is not less important than a very active season yeah, and I don't think the Lord intended them to just be times where you're just sitting around wishing, wishing, and waiting, waiting for something bigger and better and exciting mm-hmm. to happen. 
I think there are very intentional times where we're supposed to grow and we're supposed to learn and we're yeah. supposed to invest and just prepare for next steps. And I we see tons of examples <clears throat> um, of that in the Bible too, um, which is awesome. But yeah, I think for me, just having to kind of take a step back from going, going, going nonstop and then sitting in quiet, it just feels very different. Yeah. Um, and almost sometimes like, just not it doesn't feel good and you feel like what's going on now but to have the time to really evaluate then your decisions and your path I guess and just kind of where you want to go with it and just taking time then to I feel like I had to really come to grips with the fact that okay I'm not actually like steering my own life it's the Lord who's doing that right and I kind of had to really learn how to and I'm still learning how to submit myself to the Lord and his will and not my plan and by looking at other people and saying well they're here and we're the same age and like Mm. I feel like I should be there too yeah but I'm not and so I'm failing and I'm falling behind when that's really 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 not true and I think the Lord had to do a lot of work on my heart to teach me that like Mm. you're not behind you're not failing you're not bad at life you're just exactly where I have you yeah for a purpose and a reason you know yeah I remember too seeing like a while ago on Instagram and I think we've talked about it um whether it was on the she lives purposely blog or just Instagram or whatever but um talking about how the Lord you know he has different plans for each of our lives and I think when we really embrace that and believe that then there's no more room for comparison Mm -hmm. because you know like whatever season I'm in it's like and it's way easier said than done because comparison yeah. is so rampant and I feel like I'm honestly constantly comparing myself like just frustrated we were talking right before we started like something that I feel frustrated about but like I think when we really do believe like all right the Lord has me in this place in this time or that he's guiding my life or whatever that looks like that um I can be happy for other people mm-hmm. and I can be walking what the Lord has for me and comparison does not have to exist because my the Lord's plan for my life is not equal to the Lord's plan for somebody else's life and I like what you were saying too where sometimes it feels like you know okay well this person's 24 and I'm 24 and like they're in this stage and I'm in this stage and they're totally different stages and I'm either failing or I'm falling behind but like if the Lord's plan for me is to be where I'm at right now then I'm not failing and I'm not falling behind I'm just being where the Lord has for me and like that's the best place to be and so we really can let go of comparison because we there's nothing actually like to compare to because it's not the Lord's will for us. Like mm-hmm. we're not comparing to what our life should be because that's not what the Lord had for us. It's what the Lord has for somebody else kind of idea. Right. And I think we get so caught up too in just this feeling that we have to be go, go, go all the time and we have to be um, striving and achieving and accomplishing or otherwise what are you doing? Yeah. Um, I think we've lost kind of the idea of just being still yeah, and just taking serious time to <clears throat> reflect, you know, and like meet with the Lord. Because I remember a couple of years back, I just felt like life had been a whirlwind, like just so many changes at one time and so many things happening so fast. And then as soon as that ended and I kind of was just like, okay, <laughs> now all of that has stopped and I'm just kind of here how am I gonna, what do I do now? Like, I just kind of felt like a absence of something in my life mm-hmm. where really I felt the Lord wanted to fill that and the Lord wanted to actually take time to speak to my heart and then teach me things that I needed to learn 
and still need to learn and I'm still learning um just in the stillness and in the quiet where if you're just constantly you know like receiving things from other people you don't have the time to like really yeah. listen to the Lord and you don't have the time to just sit and be quiet before him and let him work on your heart or Mm -hmm. even just reflect on past things that need to be reflected on that I think if you're so busy you can't focus on you don't have the time but when you're able to just sit you can let the Lord teach you how you should have handled things better like what you can do in the future just like grow you and heal you you know yeah yeah and I think too like it kind of goes off of this idea where we forget the importance of being still and sitting and I feel like too we forget that like our life is not gonna look like we think it is a lot of times you know and like that's just a reality is that sometimes I think we plan out our lives in a way that is so ideal but like we're not in an ideal world (laughs) and there is so much growth that needs to happen like there's so much um that we don't expect that I think the Lord really uses in our lives because he is wiser than we are and he knows what we need more than we know and Mm -hmm. so if he's calling us to a season of waiting then it's for a reason like he's so much wiser and there was really recently a season where I was like I feel like in in a sense in a season of waiting and the Lord revealed so many things to me that I was so glad I was actually in that season instead of in a season that was go 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 Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I think there's so much um that eventually sometimes the Lord reveals to us even after the season of waiting or in the middle of it or eventually and it feels like we've been waiting forever but the Lord is so in the waiting. And I don't know if I said this before, um, if I have, I'm sorry, but just, I think we need that perspective shift too of you're not stuck, but you're growing and you're learning and it's time to actually dive into those things and not just wait forever. Because if you're not content where you are now, I, you can't really be content in the future because you're always going to be aspiring to other things. And, you know, of course, like, it's healthy to want things and to pray for things and to ask God for different things that you are wanting, you know, whether it's whatever example from the list we named at the beginning of the episode or maybe even other things, but, um, it's not bad to pray for those things and to ask God for those things, but it's important that you're trusting him now before those things come and you're taking the time to prepare, um, to receive those things. Um, Mm. I just think that that's really, really important. And so many times I think people miss that. And I've personally missed it too, where I'm trying to purposely make myself busy and then I miss times of growth that I could have had or should have had. Right. Um, You know, we were talking about examples in the Bible even where, um, you know, there's a whole host of examples, but you have Joseph who was sold into slavery and had this whole crazy ride. Um, He ended up in jail, falsely accused of a crime for a long time. Um, But that's when the Lord really worked on his heart and got to form him and um his brother sold him into slavery so then he eventually was able to forgive his brothers which it's like would he have been able to do that if he didn't have the time in prison in the you know waiting to be out of prison like where the lord was probably doing work on his heart and like healing him and helping him and stuff you know hi friends i just wanted to take a second to say thank you for listening to the she lives purposely podcast i hope and pray you are encouraged and even exhorted here Did you know that the She Lives Purposely podcast is listener-supported? If the She Lives Purposely podcast has been an encouragement in your life, I hope you'll consider joining the movement and support the impact that the podcast is making through monthly gifts. You can give $1, $5, or even $10 a month and help us reach and encourage women like you. 
To support the podcast in that way, you can click the link in the show notes. Again, She Lives Purposely runs on support like yours, and I am so thankful. And even too, like, what was the Lord doing in Egypt in in Pharaoh's heart and all of these things where, like, Joseph just had to wait because it wasn't his time yet. Like, Mm -hmm. he was literally... Like, if he had stepped into his powerful role years earlier, it just wouldn't have been the same. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what the Lord had for him yet because the Lord's timing is so perfect. Exactly. I love that example. And even, too, like, one of my absolute favorite books of the Bible, (laughs) the book of Esther, um, just how Esther and Mordecai, I think we both see, with both of them, a season of waiting. um, Because the book of Esther, you know, it seems like one thing after the other, like she becomes queen. And then there's this like plot to kill the Jews and a plot to kill the King. And then she like, you know, um, basically outs one of the worst people ever at that time. He, she outs Haman and then he gets killed and then Mordecai rises to power. And it just is kind of this tumble of different events. But in reality, the way that the story plays out historically is that there's years between those events. Um, and so there's, a scene or a time in that story where Mordecai, who is Esther's uncle, helps to save the king from a plot to kill the king. And, you know, a couple chapters later, he's getting honored for it. But the reality is that that was years between those two times where, and the Lord has it happen where, you know, Pharaoh can't, or not Pharaoh, (laughs) the king can't sleep. I'm mixing up these stories. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's very much like the Lord weaving into our stories but there is so much waiting for both of them in that season there's waiting for redemption there's waiting for recognition there's waiting you know for like a rising up to power and or I don't know a new job or just kind of even waiting for to get out of a season of persecution Mm -hmm. um and so I love that too like another group of people who you see that there was so much happening in the waiting but then there's an end to the waiting too Right. Like, you know that it is going to end because God has got your plan and he's establishing it, but it's being faithful during those seasons. Yeah. You know, another example, we have Jesus himself. Like, his ministry didn't start until he was, what, in his 30s or something? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like he had all of those years to prep for that. He was just a carpenter. He was a brother. You know, he was a son. Like, Mm. just being active and intentional in his life before, like, the big, quote-unquote, big stuff started to happen, you know? Um, and just, he had to wait too. And then you have Ruth. Um, also you can get Esther and Ruth studies in the SLP, um, <laughs> quick plug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the site. anyway, if you have no idea what we're talking about with these stories, but <laughs> Ruth, um, she kind of demonstrated active waiting as well, where she was waiting for Boaz to propose to her to marry her. And she had to do some hard work during that time and like really plant the seeds for those things. So, um, yeah, I just think while you're in these times to make the best of them and to mm-hmm. actually um, be preparing, be pursuing what the Lord has for you. Yeah. And I guess we can do like practical tips too for yeah, what no. it means to wait. I think that would be great. And even jumping off of Ruth, like she was very intentional with her time. Like mm-hmm. even while she was, you know, she was literally this single woman who had just lost her husband and she's waiting. And then there's this guy <laughs> whose name is Boaz and he's the kinsman redeemer and there's potential there. But she like, what does she do? She works. Like, mm-hmm. she literally goes to the field, and she's very diligent in her work, and she is hardworking. She helps her mother-in-law, like, very practically. She becomes a servant, basically. You know, she's servant-hearted and um, an employee. Mm-hmm. And gradually, she exits this waiting season. But she's very intentional with that time. So what are some ways that we can 
I guess, what are some things that we can actively do in our waiting season? Because waiting isn't, like a waiting season isn't necessarily just waiting around. Right, exactly. Um, And I think I just wanted to make one more point about Ruth is that she had reason to be bitter, I guess, and upset about what happened. And Mm. even her mother-in-law's name meant bitterness because she was very bitter about what happened. But she didn't use those experiences and those um, hardships to make her sit around and do nothing. Like, she used them to propel her further into what she was supposed to do. Um, So if you're in a season right now where you feel bitter about what has happened to you, which I've been in those too. Girl, yes. um, (laughs) Don't just sit around and feel sorry for yourself. Mm. There's a time to grieve and there's a time to be sad, but then you have to get up and you have to do something, you know? Because the Lord purposed that in your life for a reason. Wow. And you have to do something with it, you know? I feel like that was so good. (laughs) I'm glad. Thanks. (laughs) Um, But... If we like personally, when I felt very stuck, um, what I did was I created a routine for myself because I decided the one that I was in was stuck in mm. felt terrible to me, and I just felt awful all the time. Yeah. So I was like, something has to change here because if these big things in my life that I'm praying for aren't happening right now, then I need to see the ways that I can do better with the things I do have mm. like a lot of it because if you look around like let's say you feel stuck you feel like for example oh my friends are all getting engaged and I'm single like no you don't have that tangible in front of you but what do you have in front of you you probably have family you probably have friends you probably have jobs whatever it is that you can actually be pouring yourself into and making the most of yeah now like if you want a bigger job a better job but you're stuck in this one that you don't really like make the best of that time that you have in the job right now serve the lord and honor him where you're at so that he can bless you with the bigger things and when those things come you'll be a good steward of them because you're not just aspiring for the next great thing yeah you're actually being faithful where you're planted and acknowledging humbly that you are you know god is leading you and you're not just in charge and you're not like i want this thing i want this thing like God has you as his servant here to do his yeah. will kind of thing. And jumping off of that, we have a friend too who <clears throat> was single for a very, very long season. And she was not like, and she'll say it, she was not a content single person. Like, she didn't love being single. But what did she do with her singleness? Like, she went to school. She reached out to a lot of people. She led a Bible study. And then she ended up moving to the Middle East and is, like, very tangibly helping, like, you know, refugees and all these different types of people. And she did all of that while she was single. And then she found somebody who shared a lot of those same passions and interests and beliefs, and they ended up getting married. And it was the most beautiful story, but she didn't let her singleness go to waste. She didn't just sit mm-hmm. there, you know, like doing her nothing. discontentment. Right. And she even said to her story is actually on the Sheila's Purposely website as well. Her name is Sarah. But um, she talked about, too, how she was thinking about getting involved in church, and um, she ended up leading a girl study. And she had said to me, she was like, if I was so consumed with just wanting a relationship and not living in my singleness well, I would have never led girl study because Mm -hmm. I'm not going to meet a guy (laughs) at girl study. (laughs) Like, that's just not going to happen. That's not practical for me. So... I just thought it was really, really incredible because it wasn't that she didn't want to, that she loved being single. She wanted to be in a relationship, but her whole life was in revolved around the waiting season. She was using mm-hmm. it wisely. Or obsessing over the yeah. things that you don't have 
and then just like making your whole life about getting those things because you're never you're honestly never going to have true contentment and I think you miss out on a lot that the Lord has planned for you that is good Mm. because yeah just using her life as an example if she just sat around and felt bad for herself a lot of those doors probably wouldn't have been available to her right um or she maybe wouldn't even have sought them out you know um but yeah getting back to like just active tips I guess yeah um for me I kind of had to first of all make the mental shift that okay this is a blessing actually so let me seek that out and just kind of realizing okay so I have time now it's not just go 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 um I made it a point every week actually to meet with different people at church that like you know girls that I would kind of just pass high and by but was like maybe I should get to know them better and I made plans to sit down with them and have coffee or whatever and some of them and like to this day are very good friends with me that I never would have gotten to um you know spend time with if I hadn't had that time of waiting to meet them um which was just really cool um and just yeah volunteer get involved in church um just spend time to grow yourself don't just sit around wishing seasons away and I chose too to really like I dove into fitness I decided that I wanted to really start working out and getting serious about my health and that was awesome like just taking advantage of times and preparing too like um financially for next seasons taking time Mm -hmm. to prepare um spiritually like every way you can you can look at the things that you actually have around you and try to um I don't know find the blessing in them and find the growth in those things and really pour yourself into that because God did place them in front of you for a reason he placed the people in front of you for a purpose he placed um the situations around you for a purpose and you have to Mm -hmm. be diligent to not just take them for granted because you might not have them like in a new season you know what I mean so make the most of what you have now I guess absolutely I love that I love that and I think just like speaking like you were saying like it just really comes down to not wishing seasons away and realizing that every single day the Lord has a purpose for us and that applies to every single season as well like Mm -hmm. there is such purpose in every season and so living purposefully really does consist of like how can I glorify the Lord in this season how can I love God in this season how can I love other people in this season and that's going to look different in every season but if our ultimate purpose is to do those things that applies all the time you know Mm -hmm. so really I love what you were talking about that and kind of just this mentality of like contentment versus like you were saying like being bitter about whether it's a season or a situation but really really finding contentment in that um because the Lord does have good for you, even in this season. Yeah, and I think even to use just a very um, pertinent example, I think all of us kind of learned through COVID-19, when your life just kind of comes to a halt, just how little control you actually have over it, and just like that the Lord is in control, and that, you know, I feel like that's been a this has been a whole season of itself for everyone, just of kind of like relearning how to... I don't know just like step back I feel like yeah because it really did I feel like it made everyone I've talked to I said like yeah it gave me a lot of time to reflect on my life and just things and Mm. you know from that people either grew or people have either really digressed a lot and I think it's important how we use those um circumstances and just realizing that your life actually isn't your own that God is actually in control of it and so when things don't go as planned or how you expected it to progress or just you have honestly disappointments yeah that um you didn't fail these aren't punishments but that god is actually in control and so you need to press into those things 
to understand like what he wants you to learn from them and how he wants you to grow yeah no I love that so all in all it just is really if you are in a waiting season friend be encouraged that number one give yourself grace because it is hard there is no getting around that we both will acknowledge it up front like it is a hard season so if you are struggling with it don't beat yourself up over it um but number two it's also very beneficial and like Corinne was saying it comes with a big mental shift that you are not stuck in this waiting season but you are growing in this waiting season comparison is the thief of joy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it will totally take from you especially in a season where you are maybe waiting for something that somebody else has that you want um to that there are multiple stories in the bible of people who have been through waiting seasons so go dive into them if you are struggling right now um be encouraged by them some of the people we mentioned are joseph esther even jesus and ruth um and then just really if you have to go back write them down the different things that Corinne said that um, are really just very helpful in things that we can actively be doing in those waiting seasons. I thought that were really just very helpful and um, in really living purposely throughout all of it. So uh, we are praying for you guys. We love you tons. Corinne, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on the pod. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's conversation. I would love to hear what you thought about the podcast on Instagram at she lives purposefully and to rate and review us wherever you're listening from. It really helps us to serve you guys better and just lets us know what you're thinking and feeling and what you're looking for even. Um, so feel free to do that. And also tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know if it's been an encouragement to you, go and encourage them with it. Thank you so much again for listening. I love you friends.